Welcome to the Tapping Into podcast with Sarah Tobin. That's me. I've created this podcast to help you discover and tap into spiritual, alternative and natural practices that could really change your life. I've been on a spiritual journey my whole life and I'm now an EFT or tapping practitioner. In this podcast, I have honest conversations on topics that I hope will deepen your soul connection, allow you to reclaim your power and confidence, know that you're not alone and feel inspired to find out more. I really hope this helps you on your journey. Hello, and firstly, thank you so much for being here. This means so much to me that you would take the time to even listen to this. I thought I'd give you a little introduction into this podcast if you're wondering why you should listen to this when there are millions of podcasts out there. I want to explain why I'm doing this podcast what I want to achieve with it and also tell you a bit more about me and my background and childhood and where I am on my journey. There also comes a trigger warning with this because I discuss baby loss, our baby loss, but I'm hoping that you will be inspired by my healing journey. I want to help you discover a wide array of spiritual, natural and alternative practices that could really change your life. Now more than ever, we're being called to release the past, to acknowledge our true selves and to live the best life we possibly can. Living from love, not fear, is the goal and the key to creating the life that we want. But it can be really hard and we can have a lot of fear. So my goal is to relieve that fear a little bit and give you some inspiration and maybe motivation to start exploring some new techniques or self-care practices that light you up. My world fell apart in November 2014 with the loss of our daughter Alice. A perfectly healthy little girl just suffered lack of oxygen to the brain during the birth. We switched off life support five days later. It was hands down the most devastating traumatic moment of our lives. And while in the depths of grief and despair, I found myself pregnant again around four months later. And while I felt a huge sense of relief and joy... I was actually suffering from undiagnosed severe PTSD at the time and I had no idea and it never even occurred to me to talk to my GP and that will probably make sense when I explain a little bit more about my childhood. My sister could see that I was struggling so recommended I see an emotional freedom technique or tapping practitioner. I found a local practitioner called Kate Marillat and booked six sessions with her. The first session was just so life-changing and releasing that it was a real turning point for me in so many ways. That was almost six years ago and since then I've been using tapping myself and really feeling the benefits. Deep down I just knew I had to shout about this technique to anyone who would listen because it actually works. Two years ago I trained as a tapping therapist myself and I've been working with clients ever since. It is the most fulfilling thing that I've ever done And I have been searching for a while. My whole life I've had this drive and desire to know what my life purpose was. I felt like I had this hole or a gap that I had to fill but never really found what it truly was until now. So I guess now would be a good time to take you back to the beginning where it all started. I was born in 1981 in Dublin to two wonderful parents 
working hard and navigating their own traumas and experiences. In particular, my mum's mum died when she was six. So as you can imagine, that left a really big void in her life that unfortunately wasn't replaced directly or even at all. Based in Galway, her dad married a year later and they went on to have five more children, including a set of twins. Cue chaos. My mum's two older brothers left home mid-teens to take off to America, so my mum was left doing what she could to support her stepmother, raising all the little ones. She was then also sent away to boarding school in her teens. Cut to the bank in Dublin, she meets my dad, falls in love, and her future in-laws, wonderful as they were, weren't too keen at the time because my mum was slightly older. A few years later, after they got married, I was born. Now, it's no surprise to me and probably to you to hear that my mum was on antidepressants for seven years afterwards. She was probably suffering from postnatal depression and maybe even postpartum psychosis. She sought help in secret, with just my dad knowing. She saw a psychoanalyst first for a year and a half. Once a week, at 7.30am, she would be at the Phoenix Park seeing this guy. Therapist he wouldn't talk at all. My mum would do all the talking. She said the other day that she would come home and throw up afterwards. She said, it hit me when you were born. I had a second panic attack when you were two days old. The responsibility knocked me for six. It took me two years to work out with the doctors that there was a lot more going on. The psychoanalyst said I'd be on medication for life. And I said, no, I won't. And I never went back to him. She said, I felt like a basket case after you were born. I felt like there was someone else living in my head. She managed to write this down on a piece of paper and hand it to our family doctor. Immediately, he sent her to see a psychologist and counsellor called Jim Quinlan. Where he looked at the kind of the jigsaw puzzle of life, making pieces look clearer for her. And she saw him on and off for seven years afterwards and took herself off her medication. Jim introduced my mum to a road less travelled by M. Scott Peck and Louise Hay and made mum her first ever CD of positive affirmations that she played for one full year in the car. In her words, I became interested in the effect of the past on the person because I knew what I felt around my mother's death was never dealt with. I also saw Jim, age seven, after throwing tantrums in school, which was totally out of character for me. Notice the age link between me and my mum, my mum losing her mum at six. And was I feeling that too? After the first session, I managed to tell Jim that I didn't feel loved, even though my parents told me all the time. At night time, they would come in and whisper to me while I was sleeping that they loved me and other positive affirmations. I saw Jim on and off for a couple of years whenever I felt I needed it. In my teens, I started picking up my mum's self-help books. She even had a TFT book, Thought Field Therapy, which we found recently, which is actually a precursor to EFT. I started doing affirmations guided by my mum and affirmations with eye rolling to kind of bed them in deeper. I never questioned it. It just all evolved naturally. Another important person for my mum was Patricia Quinn, the nutritionist. She also mentioned EFT, TFT 
15 years before I even found it. During that time, looking back now, you could probably say that I was depressed or had depressive tendencies, which started at a young age. I wore black and I wouldn't look anyone in the eye. I do remember vividly in my mind writing notes to loved ones that I had left behind as if I was planning something else for myself. Outwardly, I probably appeared confident. I was a total people pleaser. Inside, I was struggling massively. I was scared, anxious, paranoid, judgmental, uncomfortable with new people. I preferred to talk to adults than to kids my own age. I was afraid of rejection. But the work I did on myself and my teens must have worked because I came out of secondary school delighted to throw myself into meeting new friends in university and more like-minded people. The girls I met in those first few days are still my closest pals and that's 20 years ago now. We very recently have discussed how we first met and our first impressions of each other and my friends all credit me with being super positive saying things like you know there's no such word as can't which in reality was just straight from my mother's mouth. So it is amazing how I came out of those darker years with such a positive can-do attitude. That resilience has been tested I assure you. So really I've been on a spiritual, natural and alternative path for most of my life. I was 18 when me and my mum did our Reiki 1 training together with Maria Rawlings in Dublin and I went on to do Reiki master level by the time I was 23. My mum has massively benefited from the work that she's done too. She said recently, now I feel totally free of my past and a lot of that was healing done with Edmund and Michael two years ago too where she did a road trip in Canada and the States with her two brothers who left Ireland so long ago. I didn't, however, stick to the spiritual stuff and went and studied business and marketing with a master's in advertising, followed by a 15 year career in that world, so far removed from what you might call my heart's true calling. But they totally served a purpose and I met amazing people, did so much travel, met my husband. But now I'm ready to go back to my roots a little, to continue my own healing journey, stepping away from the corporate world and launching full time into this business. Tapping into practices too that bring me joy, free me of trauma and negative emotion that I've collected in my life to date. Although losing Alice was extremely tragic, I'm in a space now where I can see it has been a good thing for me. It catapulted me to rock bottom, shattering my world. But it's given me the opportunity to put pieces back together a little bit differently. I've done a huge amount of healing work. And I can honestly say now that I'm happier with who I am and I feel more joy and love in my daily life than I ever did before. I didn't even realise that I was an anxious person. Tapping has not only helped me heal from the trauma of losing Alice, but it's also helped me heal the wounds from my childhood, releasing ancestral trauma and stuff that I inherited that just wasn't my own to start with. So hands down, 100%, I will be tapping or doing some form of healing therapy as I exit this world because for me healing is never done. There are always layers to remove, new traumas to navigate, old wounds to heal after being re-triggered and more inward connection to do. But this doesn't daunt me at all and I'm actually so excited by it. Rediscovering who I am without all the layers of trauma that I've witnessed or experienced. Uncovering what I'm here to do and to take the leap into the unknown, trusting that all will be all well and I will be supported. It's a journey and one that I am loving and I really 
wanted to share the possibility of this with you. So there is a few things I'd like you to remember as you listen to this season's episodes, because you definitely are going to write. Remember, there is nothing inherently wrong with you. You don't need fixing. You are perfectly imperfect and imperfectly perfect, just like me. You are a divine sovereign being, a beautiful soul having a human experience. And human experiences can be so tough. And we're not taught how to self-heal or to let that go. So remember too that you are doing the best that you can with the knowledge and understanding you have at any given moment. So there's no need to be so hard on yourself. What is possible is to move to a place of enjoying life more, whether that comes from letting go of some trauma or developing a gratitude practice or doing some big inner child work or listening to a sound bath or spraying nice essential oil. Whatever you do, find what allows you to feel more joy and love. That's ultimately the goal. Live from a place of love, not fear, and the whole world will reward you with peace, joy and abundance that is widely available to everyone, no exception. You are so worthy. And I will leave you with a quotation from one of my favourite books of recent years. This is taken from Mary Magdalene's Gospel, only two ever found in the whole world. And the book is called Mary Magdalene Revealed by Megan Watterson. We don't become worthy of love someday. We are worthy of love simply because we exist. Well, I hope that was insightful and gives a good background to me and why you are here listening to this. In this season of Tapping Into, I explore meditation, tarot, highly sensitive children, mindfulness, angels, essential oils, energy healing, birth trauma and more. I hope you can forgive the rawness of these episodes as they are self-recorded and mostly self-edited and sometimes I like to talk a bit too much too. But I really do hope you stick around and enjoy exploring these topics with me. Thank you so much for listening today. I really hope you enjoyed it. If you did, please subscribe to this podcast, tell all your friends And it would be amazing if you could please leave me a review too. To find out more about me, visit tappingformums.com or follow me on Instagram at Sarah underscore Tobin. If you'd like to do some tapping with me for free, check out my YouTube channel. Just search Tapping for Mums. For now, I wish you peace, joy and abundance on your journey.